Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Mr. Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, a.k.a. Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello, welcome to Turnchuckle on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by Alfie Brooks. How are you doing this afternoon, Alfie? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit hay fevery. So if I sniff a bit during the interview, I'll try and cut off as many as I can, but <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> so how are you surviving lockdown? Yeah, we're, we're getting through. Um, it's getting a bit boring after like so long, but just keeping busy. Yeah, are um, you usually in college or do you have a job? Uh, no, normally I've got a job, like I clean caravans. That's probably yeah. not that exciting, but I'll do that. <laughs> um, no. I don't really miss that, to be honest. But no. <laughs> I'm gonna have you been digital? I got away lucky with that one because um, I went for like, my first shift and we did two hours and then they sent us home. And yeah. now I'm getting like, a load for full pay. <laughs> Well, have you been binging any series you can recommend to the listeners? Or? Well, I have actually. Um, what's the name of it? I've been watching Breaking Bad quite a bit, but that's like quite a normal one. Yeah. Um, still something I haven't seen yet. So I'm going to have to get on. <laughs> there's a really good one about... You might know what it's called. It's about like superheroes, but they're like living another life. And this is one that's like really fast and he runs through a girl. And like she dies and it's a bit weird, but it's a yeah. good series. Alright, um, no, I can't think of <laughs> Yeah, we've just got Disney Plus, so we're loving The Mandalorian, and we've been what, trying to entertain a 14 year old and a 4 year old at the same time, so we've been watching the lots of Pixar and Disney and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> about on the wrestling side, have you been watching much? So. Oh, yeah, wrestling's like, that's what's keeping me going, it's just watching loads of wrestling. Yeah. Like, not being able to like, train or just wrestling generals, really tough, but I think. Watching wrestling's keeping. You got any matches you get, or pay per views you watch that you could recommend? Or? See, normally I, I try not to just watch like regular good matches because I've seen a lot of the like five star matches that people think mm. are really good and stuff, and they are really good. But like, I've been trying to watch just really random wrestling that like you wouldn't think to watch because I'm trying to look for little small things and things I can take away from it. But maybe yeah. that's just me being a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. We just, we just find, find random rubbish that that four-year-old will like. So he likes like lots of WCW stuff. It's like the free-ringed 60-man battle royals. He loves them, even though they're terrible to watch. And the, oh, they're so entertaining. Uh, the, mega, <laughs> the Mega Powers versus the... What are they called? The Alliance to end Hulkamania. They're in a free-leveled cage to beat like two people in each room. It's his favourite match of all time. But again, it's a terrible match. But I think he just likes elimination type matches. <laughs> oh, there was and a, he's four, so. There was a match I watched not too long ago, and it was from like the eighties or the nineties, and it was these two guys, and I think it must have been in like one of the territory things that I, I still don't understand that really, by the way. Like I don't right. understand that was, but I think it was around then. <laughs> um <laughs> and the match is just funny. And the finish to it, he does this like do you like the Karate Kid where he goes for the kick? 
Yeah. Like does that and just like toe pokes this guy in the face. <laughs> to finish. It's really funny. And I'll try and find the match and send you after this because I've got no yeah. idea. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll put it in the description for the listeners to look at. <laughs> so, right, so um, how long have you been a wrestling fan? Oh, since I was like little, little. Like, I don't think that was, I can't remember the time where I first watched wrestling. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I've just always had wrestling be a thing. Cool. I was going to say, when, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? So, <laughs> like, I'm just the biggest wrestling fan. Like, cool. Was, was, was there one particular wrestler you loved growing up? Oh, Jeff Hardy, 100%. Yeah. He was like <laughs> the reason I wanted to wrestle. Um, every teenager or guy in the 20s I've interviewed decided about Jeff Hardy or uh, maybe Stereo with their favorite wrestlers. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Yeah, it must be about eighty percent of people say one of that one of them too. <laughs> so, what prompted you to Donna Tate to get into the ring? Um, well, actually, like I went to um, a wrestling show, like a small independent show. It's Basics Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I went to watch one of them shows when I was about seven, six, seven, with my mum and my dad, and they had the wrestling school. All right. Okay. So I joined them like when I was really young. Like, I think I was, like, I must have been about seven, eight. Wow. And then I, I wrestled a couple of years like that when I was quite young. I think I did, like, one show. And then I stopped wrestling for a few years. Yeah. And then it was about a little bit over two years ago now that I came back and started wrestling again, training stuff. And then it's just grown from there. Like, it went from something that I tried to do, like, to stay fun. And then when I went back to it, I fully got into it again. And I was just like... This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> was that, so was Jeff Hardy who you wanted to like mold your star around when you started training? Oh yeah, like we used to have these sessions um, at training where we'd go on Sundays where it'd be like the younger kids training but we'd get to use the crash mats. So <laughs> you know, and we'd, it off, and, like, we'd just spend hours doing like swantons. Wow. <laughs> That's <awesome>. Not- <laughs> So did you have an idea of a character you wanted to be when you started? Um, no, like, I still don't think I do now. This is something I've been looking at because I'm just sort of like me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just there. Like, I just wrestle. Yeah. So I've watched, I've watched a couple of your matches and they seem very Lucha-based. Oh, I love Lucha. Yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to learn more Lucha stuff and I'm hoping in the next few months that I can maybe go and learn some Lucha um, down... Because I think London have the London School Lucha Libre, don't they? Yes. And I'm hoping to go down there and learn some more Lucha stuff, because I think it's really cool. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just what it is at the moment. I'm just sort of doing that. <laughs> what do your friends and family think about your wrestling? I get quite a few of them sort of, like, weird looks and comments and stuff, and I tell people, and they're like, oh, you wear, like, tights. And yeah. And I'm like, yeah. It's about as weird. It's probably weirder than it sounds, if I'm going to be honest, but... <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> so what, are you 16, 17? Um, yeah, I turned 17, was it seven days ago? Oh, wow. Oh, happy belated birthday. <laughs> so what's the perception of wrestling amongst people your age? See, I think it depends. I think if you were wrestling, there's some people that like remember it from when they were younger and like it, but aren't really into it. And then there's some people that just don't really like it because they think it's sort of... Like, it's just fake, and you know what I mean? But then I think there's some people that are really into it. Yeah. And I think that's good. My kids are into it. 
Yeah, definitely. As I was going to say, they're the same people who think who don't like it because it's fake. I bet they all love Avengers. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of them. There was a lad in my class in school, and he used to love wrestling. And like he was like the biggest wrestling fan ever. He watched everything. And I was like, that's cool. I'm like, I wish I knew half as much about wrestling as he is. Yeah. <laughs> what age did you have your first like one-on-one match or tag team match? The first match I had? Um, that was a singles match actually, and I re- it, we the um, basics wrestling do this sort of these charity shows three times a year I think it is yeah where they sort of put some of their trainees on the show so they'll sort of give them experience a bit and like the families come and all the money goes to charity and stuff um, and it's just good for like the trainees to like get show time and stuff and that's where I had my first show and I wrestled Morgan Daly which I tag with him now so. Yeah. That kind of went full circle. <laughs> yeah, well, what's, the name, what's the name of the team? This is a funny story. It's not a funny story. It's a terrible story. But <laughs> basically, we got told we were tagging together. Yeah. Um, we were at a training session at Fighting Spirit. So yeah, cool. we, did, we weren't like looking at our phones or anything. And then we finished. And we saw that three hours ago, we'd had a message saying we were tagging together and they needed a name for the graphic. So because we didn't get back to them, they just decided we were TNGN. Because it's like the next generation, and that's what we are now. Stop asking. Alright, Sam. <laughs> TNGM. Yeah. That's not too bad. <laughs> Could be worse. Like, so do you find it difficult getting outside bookings because of your age? A little bit, because it's hard to sort of like get around to places. A lot of the places that are good for meeting people and like these good shows are sort of... Because I live in quite a random place. like It's not near anything. It's not like near a city or anything. No. So it's quite a drive. But I'm also quite lucky that I started training with a lad. Do you know, I think you might have interviewed Andy Knox. Yes. Paradox. Yeah. 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 Um, I trained with him and he started like he started taking me to different training schools and like shows and stuff and like meeting lots of new people and learning new stuff. And I think that was really helpful actually because... Otherwise, I think it would have been more difficult to get to them sort of places. Yeah, I tried to watch one of your matches of Andy today, but the the, the quality of the video was so bad, I just couldn't make it. It was some guy in blue pants, one person in black pants, I couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, some of, the, some of the footage on YouTube isn't the best, so I'm not going to lie. So have you, ever, have you ever been starstruck walking into a dressing room? I did ring crew for, you know, TNT's... DOA, the deathmatch tournament. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like a huge deathmatch guy. Like, I, that's like my favourite wrestling. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was crazy for me because these are people that, like, I've just loved for ages because I thought, like, these are the coolest deathmatch wrestlers going. And, and, like, they were just there and I was like, whoa, that's, that's kind of cool. I didn't want to be like, you're cool. But. <laughs> like, Ricky Shane Page is there and you're like, you sick. <laughs> so, a more hardcore style, something you'd want to go into eventually? Definitely, like, I'm not exactly the most, like, I'm not the person you'd expect to want to do that, I don't think, like, I don't look like most people that want to do that sort of stuff, but that's just always what I've liked, and, like, deathmatch wrestling's the coolest thing in the world to me. Yeah, because um, Triple H has been very open that he dislikes hardcore wrestling, and he wants to describe, like, CCW as trash, and um, some magazines talk about, like, hardcore wrestling being bad for the sport, how do you feel about, like, comments like that, so? See, I, I think I kind of get where they're coming from. I do. Like, mm. I understand it. But for me, I've just, I grew up watching ECW a lot. Mm. 
and I've just always thought that stuff was really cool. And maybe some of it doesn't really make as much sense as you'd hope that like people are taking these insane bumps and stuff and they're fine. But I think people sort of know that it's not a hundred percent like you know, yeah, people aren't actually competing to win. So I think it can be good because it can really sort of gain new fans because people are interested in deathmatch wrestling that may not be interested in normal wrestling. Yes, there seems to be a definitely different fan bases. So I think overall it probably is quite positive for just wrestling in general. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, maybe they're saying it's 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 bad for WWE. Oh yeah, I don't think that's the matter. Maybe, yeah. If it's coming out of Triple H as well, so he's probably thinking wrestling. When he says sports, he means WWE. So, so I, I, well, I see... I think I think hardcore or deathmatch wrestling can be a bit of an art form because you, you can get like a a really great storyline out of something so violent, and then you need like the technical skills to make it look like it hurts so much, and and to be so safe that you, it looks like you really hurt someone, but you're not at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I think it's a different level of emotion that you can feel from them matches. Yeah, how violent they can be sometimes. Like, I remember at DOA, there was two matches in particular. I think it was Ricky Shane Page versus Charlie Evans. Mm. Was a really good match, and that was just like the story they told was incredible. I think it was them too. I might be wrong, but there was some sort of match like that, and it was really good. And then the main event was Clint Margera, who's now I think isn't he doing Tournament of Death? I'm not sure. Um, and he wrestled. Yeah, he was just brilliant, and I think he's great at what he does. Cool. So, if, if your opponent goes under the ring and brings out a bag, would you want it to be drawing pins in there or Lego? Or what, what would you not want it to be? <laughs> to be honest, I think I'd go with drawing pins over Lego because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Lego would probably hurt a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you see that. I've seen a couple of matches involving Lego over the last couple of years. Oh, well, that gets well, me. Leaves some people's backs. So. <laughs> some some promotions encourage fans to bring weapons to the show. Have you ever been involved in one of them shows? Yeah, they did that at the DOA one. I wasn't on the show, but it, like just yeah, being yeah. ring crew, like, it was really funny to see. Like that's where I've got like that's as close I've been to deathmatch stuff really, hmm. especially because of my age. But like I think it's cool, and just that experience was cool. Cool. What so sort of was, weapons that was involved or? Um They brought everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and like we were just finding random things, like there was a computer with like a full monitor and everything, and not like a new computer, like an old one with the big bulky ones. Big back, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they, that was in the ring, we were just like, what? And then they had like a bat with do you know fun snaps, like the things you throw and they bang. Yes. They had, like a bat with them all like cell tape to it, so when I think someone got hit on the head of it and it all went bang. It was cool. That's amazing. <laughs> people are getting creative. Yeah. That's in Liverpool, so you've got, you've got to think that people... <laughs> oh, yeah. We are, we are create, a creative bunch. So. <laughs> Do you have a match you're really looking forward to having when you we get back to normal? I was going to wrestle a lad called Jack Jones, who has only just come back to wrestling after a long while, and he was good. Yeah. And I think me and him are quite similar, and I think that would have been quite a fun match to have. So... I'm quite disappointed I missed out on that, but I think that's going to come back around sooner rather than later. So I think that'll be fun. Do you, do you have like a dream of what's going to happen in 2020 and it's not been able to happen? Do you know, it's like 
I've been wrestling. I've been wrestling on shows for like about a year. Yeah. So the first year, obviously, was like I did quite a lot with doing holiday parks, like wrestling on the holiday parks, mm-hmm. which is the most fun you'll ever have. Like nothing beats that. That's just so fun. Um, and then I was quite looking forward to this year because this year was looking pretty good with like bookings wise and getting shows and matches that I was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And then that all sort of just like went. Oh, maybe maybe next year. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see. What, so what? What is the dream? Is, is... That's what I mean. I'm not trying to like limit myself to like these certain goals that I want time wise. I'm just sort of thinking, like, this is what I want to do with <laughs> in, in the dream world. If I had all the choices, this is what I'd want my career path to look like. So I'll yes. just what I, I'll do <laughs> what I can do to get it as close to that as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because like, t- like two of my big things in wrestling is. One is that I want to wrestle in Japan. That's just always been yes. a big one. And then I want to wrestle in death matches. So maybe I can do death matches in Japan and cry and like absolutely die. For. <laughs> do one of them crazy was it? Oh, the, the they had a bomb and they had a shark tank. I can't remember what it was called. They're insane. Was it a shark t- tank death match or something? It was good. I'd fully die. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'd be doing one and I'd never be wrestling again, but. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody looking to get into the business before we go? Yeah, oh, uh, I don't know. If anyone's got any, can you give me it, please? Because like I've got no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I've got no advice or anything. I'm just sort of like going with going with the flow. That's about as complex as it gets for me, to be honest. Okay. And um, maybe try and always ask for advice and feedback mm-hmm. because whenever I have a match, I tend to try and send it to as many people as I can. Yeah. And, like, just get feedback on it. Because I want everything, like, the minute things to be fixed. So, like, I try and send it to people I know that can give me that good feedback. Like, I send it to um, Dan Evans is really good. Yeah. And he's one of the smartest people in wrestling. Um, I send, uh, it's just lots of people like that that know what they're talking about. Yeah, because I interviewed a, a wrestler called Eric Emmon on about two years ago it's just the worst thing anyone could say to a wrestler is a great job that uh, kid because that doesn't mean anything yeah yeah they say that's like, you want constructors criticism so. I think as a wrestler you're never really going to be happy with a match because it's not going to be perfect and you're never going to have that perfect match like there could always be them little things that could have been better and I think it's all about I think wrestling and why it's so like why it's such a big thing for people that are involved is it is sort of you're looking for that one match that's going to be the match mm-hmm. that's going to be your perfect match. And I just don't think you can ever get it, but we'll keep trying. Sapping and Dolls, it's Harley Hudson, and you're, you're listening to Broken But Glorious. See ya. So, so this will be my last question. Promote it for a day and using wrestlers that you either worked with or trained with or maybe worked on the show where you've been ring crewed. Um, so if I give you a match type, um, you, you tell me who you want to put in that match. Okay. Okay. So who would be in your opening contest to excite the crowd? Ooh, um, I'd probably have um, Gaz White. Yes. And <clears throat> Gaz White and Morgan Daly. Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what about a comedy match? A comedy match. Um. Oh, I like comedy matches as well. But this is... We'll go with Sugar Dunkerton. Yes. 
friend of the show. And Big Guns Joe. Oh, yeah. That'll be a great match. I went to Ignition recently and we had to cheer Joe. And I was like, oh, I've never had to cheer Joe before. He's always been a bad guy when I've ever seen him before. <laughs> so, was that when he wrestled the CZW guy? No, real godless when I went to see Ignition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I usually go to Wrestle Island, and he's just he's the bad guy there. So we've just been doing him. <laughs> so it was weird cheering him for once. <laughs> I think he's great, and he's really funny. So him and Chugga Duncan, I think, would be really entertaining. Uh, even I, when Chugga Duncan was on AEW the other day, the other week, I was like, I thought that strange, weird bit of pride. And I was like, why am I feeling surprised this guy? But he's such a nice guy, and he's he's but he was one of the first guests we ever got on. Like, oh yeah, yeah I've got his merch crazy. when he was over here and did wrestling yeah. the first time. Got his like New Japan shirts. I just I think he's really cool. Like, I just think he's a cool person. Yeah, I've got I've got his white t-shirt on my bottom. Yeah, such so, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> About a uh, women's title, I've got to say Harley Hudson. Yes, I don't have a choice there because she'll kill me. <laughs> She's lovely. I interviewed her backstage. At- just fabulous wrestling in the end of July, early February. She's not angry at me at the minute, so I'm hoping <laughs> a good match here, she'll like me. <laughs> so we'll have Harley Hudson versus Lucia Lee. Yes. And then, yeah, actually, we, can we make that a triple threat? Yes. Who else we put in there? It's your promotion, you can make any match you want. <laughs> hmm. I feel like we didn't have a triple threat, so I thought we had to put one in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll say um, Rio. Rio. Oh, she's that, that's a that's a three completely different women. That's pretty cool. And then it's probably your favourite match. Then it's the hardcore extreme rules match. So you got to put yourself in this one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of want to watch this one's a fun though. Like if I've yeah. got the, if I've got this option, I want to watch yeah. it. I want Drew Parker versus New Jack. Oh, wow. Because I think that would be be amazing. (laughs) Drew started wrestling at the same place I did. Yeah. When he was quite young, like I was. So that's when he was doing the whole, like, YOLO squad gimmick. And now he's, like, dying. Yeah, he's just recently did sort of Japan. He's been out in America. He's doing amazing. Yeah, he's killing it. Right, your tag team title match. Right, this is why I've got a book me and Morgan because he's got to work twice apparently now but he'll be annoyed <laughs> in my tag partner so it's me and Morgan against yeah. do you know who Big Red is? Yes. Big Red and who else? Ooh that's tough. I'll let you pick. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you, you can have the last person because I'm happy. <laughs> uh, last time I saw Big Red he was teaming with and I've just started to show you how he teamed with Ry Lloyd. We'll have Ry Lloyd as well then. Cool. And then it's your main event. We'll have. This is tough. <laughs> I've got so many matches. I want to just like. It doesn't have to be one on one. It's your main event. You can have it like a six man. Or a... <laughs> we'll have. Can we have an X Division match? Like... Yes, yeah, it's, your, it's, your, it's your main event. You can do whatever you want with it. How many people's in that? It's six, isn't it? Six. Is it? Um, it's usually four or six. It's usually an even number. We'll go with four because otherwise, I'll run. And we'll have the OGMO. 
Yes, I like him. Ooh, who else? Lance Rivera. Yes. Because I think Lance is amazing. Yes. Member of our team, yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. This, this is trouble, this. <laughs> You're making me think here. We're going with... Andy Knox. Yeah, well, there you go, we'll have him. <laughs> Just message me now, as you've said that, like, one minute ago. Yeah. Um, and then... So that's free. Yeah. Hmm. Connor. We'll have Connor. Connor. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. This is pretty much just me saying, let's book a show and the main event can be. <laughs> Connor. That's, that's, that's really good. I'd really love to watch that. Especially in Ultimate X. Let's throw oh. RJ in there as well. Didn't I, didn't I say RJ? No, he's, uh, did you? He can be, he can be in the death match. That can be a triple threat. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. So, uh, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? Um, I'm like at Alfie Brooks with three S's on the end on everything. So, if you <laughs> I'd be happy because I'm not doing great. But... Cool. I'll uh, put all links in the description below the interview. So, I've really enjoyed having you on today. I'd love to have you on again in the future to rewind all the world back to normality. It's been fun and I can't wait to get back to wrestling and seeing everyone.